Gail Trotter, a conservative voice for you, right inside our nation's capital. Legal and political analysis. Gail Trotter, hear the truth from right inside D.C. It's Gail Trotter, stomping through the swamp for you in heels. Now, The Gail Trotter Show. Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of Right in DC. Today we have a little legal topic, and you might think it wouldn't interest anybody who's not a lawyer, but it shows a broader movement to try and stifle people who are constitutionalists and conservatives from being able to gather together and have the ability to work together, to share collegial discussions and have the benefits of an organization that has a rich intellectual tradition. What am I talking about, you might ask? There was a recent proposed ethics rule that would bar judges from being part of groups including the Federalist Society and the American Constitution Society. And I'm going to link down below to an article in the Wall Street Journal talking about this proposed rule. I'm also going to link down below to an excellent piece by Ed Whalen of the National Review talking about this proposed rule. So full disclosure, I am a member of the Federalist Society, but I only joined the Federalist Society recently the last couple of years. I was not involved in it as a law student or for most of my almost 25 years worth of a legal career. I have, however, been a member of the American Bar Association, which is a similar group for lawyers. I have been a member of the American Bar Association, I think, since the very year that I became a licensed lawyer. And I have been disturbed by the American Bar Association's embrace of leftist causes. And that was only heightened this past fall when we saw an 11th hour attack by the American Bar Association on one of the stellar judicial nominees of President Trump. And it is disturbing to see this proposed ethics rule that would try to uh, discourage judges from being part of the Federalist Society and also the American Constitution Society. But it does not affect the American Bar Association, even though it does note that there are policy positions taken by the American Bar Association. And in this article by Ed Whalen, it talks about how the American Bar Association holds itself out as the premier organization for lawyers. But the numbers show that that's not accurate. In 2017, only roughly 14 or 15 percent of American lawyers were part of the American Bar Association. However, in 1979, half of American lawyers were part of the American Bar Association. And I will tell you, having been part of the American Bar Association for a long time, it's not surprising to me to learn that number. I do think that lawyers as a general uh, professional group tend to be on the left, tend to be Democrats, and particularly when you get into some of the legal disciplines, there tend to be even more uh, Democrats and leftists in those particular legal disciplines. And it's interesting that the proposed ethics rule cites the Federalist Society's founding as being an effort to try and create something that was separate from 
the liberal elite law schools and it's not like the judges are saying well you shouldn't go to liberal law schools anymore because that is on one side of the policy divide it seems like all of these types of rules are just designed to stifle constitutionalists to silence the Federalist Society, and that's not right, particularly when you contrast that with the American Bar Association. When you have a case before the court, uh, outside parties are sometimes request to be able to file a brief to make an argument about the particular case or controversy before whatever court it is. And the Federalist Society has never filed a brief on a case trying to insert the Federalist Society's opinion into whatever controversy there is. However, the American Bar Association has filed many amicus briefs. That's what these briefs are called, friend of the court briefs. And including in one of the most important cases on uh, the Second Amendment that went all the way up to the Supreme Court, D.C. versus Heller, the American Bar Association filed a brief opposing what ended up being the ruling of the Supreme Court protecting the individual right to firearms under the Second Amendment. <clears throat> the American Bar Association has also filed these friend of the court briefs in many other controversial cases, including a transgender case dealing with bathroom access and including uh, this things on affirmative action, same-sex marriage, uh, Christian groups being able to meet at a school, uh, talking too about racial preferences in law school admissions, talking about the Boy Scouts' First Amendment right to select their leaders, and also in the Masterpiece Cake case dealing with religious liberty. So not going into whether or not the American Bar Association was correct in those briefs that it filed, it demonstrates very clearly the, that the American Bar Association is trying to uh, characterize itself as representing American lawyers when the numbers don't bear that out because as I said only 14 to 15 percent of American lawyers were members of the American Bar Association in 2017 and the American Bar Association is inserting itself in these very hot topics of great national interest and very large legal repercussions for American citizens. So it's very disappointing to see this ethics rule trying to silence the Federalist Society, and it is a move in the wrong direction, and it seems like it is just an effort to target judges who are constitutionalists so that they cannot have the enjoyment of membership in this group that has not filed a single friend of the court brief in any of these controversial cases. Uh, just, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas spoke about this recently at one of the Federalist Society events. The ethics rules would not prevent judges from speaking at events, but it is this effort to try and penalize or punish those who do not have the same views and want some sort of uh, camaraderie with this intellectual debate and the intellectual rigor. And law can be a very uh, isolating experience. It's a lot of time 
for most lawyers who are not in the courtroom, spent time poring over law, regulations, uh, prior cases, and trying to make a good position for your client or to understand the law or to advance a position. So these groups do a really good service of offering camaraderie and intellectual stimulation to lawyers. And I hope that this proposed ethics rule is strongly opposed, not only by lawyers, but also by American citizens who don't want to see this trending in the wrong direction. And I hope that this will go into the dustbin of history just as a bad proposal that now that it's uh, percolated up, we understand is not a good position or direction to take. This is Gail Trotter, right in D.C. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. And listen to her show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and other podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show. You can handle the truth.